You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to Why Not Mint Money. I'm Shipra from Mint's personal finance team and on this special occasion of Dhanteras, I've brought to you a special episode on gold. Whether buying gold coins on Dhanteras is a good idea and why you shouldn't mistake it for investment. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. It's Dhanteras and you must have plans to buy gold. After all, the yellow metal symbolizes prosperity and good fortune for Indians. Well, Looking at the yellow metal strictly from an investment perspective, it has indeed glittered for most of the past decade. Gold purchased 10 years ago in 2013 has yielded 7% compounded annual growth return or CAGR. That's more than the average inflation rate of 5.6% over the last 10 years. Well, this may seem reason enough for gold lovers to flock to the yellow metal this Dhanteras. But hey, don't rush. Look under the hood and its appeal may fade a little for you. That's because the net returns on your gold purchase depends on the form of gold you buy. In the case of physical gold, say coins or jewelry, which actually happens to be the most common form of gold people buy during festivals, in this case the net returns are lower. I ran some calculations to check this. So say if you bought one 10 gram 22 carat gold coin each year on Dhanteras for the last 6 years your IRR comes to about 7.57%. Now here I have assumed that you have paid 7% in making charges for each coin which is typically the market standard of jewelers that give BIS hallmark jewelry. Apart from making there is also a 3% GST charge on the net purchase amount. So now the 7.57% IRR is net of these two expenses of making charge and GST. Well, 7.57% doesn't sound bad at all. However, the value of physical gold can truly be realized when you either exchange it for cash or use it to buy jewelry. In the first option, when you exchange the coins for cash, the jeweler will deduct a 3% fee. brings down the IRR to 6.59%. Now if you were to get jewelry instead, you will again shell out about 12% as making charges and 3% GST, which reduces the IRR to a paltry 2.25%. That's the reality of buying physical gold. Of course, it's the festive season and if gold symbolizes good fortune for you, you must buy it. Just that don't think of it as an investment. Buying gold coins each year on Dhanteras would suit those who intend to use them in the future to buy jewelry. Those who buy jewelry do so for consumption and hence should not count it as part of their overall investment portfolio. From a strictly investment perspective, investing in gold ETFs or exchange traded funds or buying gold bonds is a better idea. This is because there is no wastage in the form of making charges and tax. Let me explain to you how. In the same example that I just took a while back, if you had invested an amount equivalent to the price of 10 grams gold each year on Dhanteras in an exchange traded fund or gold ETF, the IRR on such investment 
will be 10.36%. That's about 4% or 400 BPS more than buying coins and cashing them out. So that brings us to the second part of today's podcast. What are gold ETFs and gold bonds? For gold as purely an investment purpose, ETFs and bonds give an alternative to physical gold. I'll start with gold ETF. These are units of gold that are issued and the ETF holds physical gold against it with a gold custodian bank. It's like buying the metal as 24 karat gold units, but not having to worry about managing its storage. It's different from buying units in a mutual fund. This is because when you buy or sell gold units, there is only transfer of ownership of units from seller to buyer. This is contrary to a mutual fund in which buying or selling units impacts its AUM. Gold ETFs can be bought and sold on the stock exchange using trading account. As I mentioned, gold ETF units are backed by gold. Normally, gold funds tend to keep their physical gold in custody with the Bank of Nova Scotia. These are regulated by SEBI, so there is no risk of what happens to your money. Of course, there is a price risk in gold ETFs, just as there is price risk in physical gold. If the price of gold goes up, then the price of the gold ETF also goes up and vice versa. ETF's price movement is purely impacted by gold prices and no other factor at all. Now, from a taxation perspective, ETFs have off-late lost some sheen after recent changes in the tax treatment of debt products. For units bought after 1 April this year, profits on sale of gold ETF will be taxed as per your tax lap. This is bad news particularly for those in the 30% tax laps. For units bought until 31 March, the old rule will apply, which is that units held for more than 3 years will be treated as long-term gains and taxed at 20% after indexation. And units that were held for less than 3 years will be added to your income and tax laps. Now that's about gold ETF. Now coming to sovereign gold bonds or SGBs. SGBs are bonds that are issued by the RBI on behalf of the government. The idea is to give exposure to gold But SGBs are not backed by physical gold. These are capital raising instruments by the government and they carry sovereign guarantee. SGBs are linked to the market price of gold and offer 2.5% annual interest on the issue price. The interest is paid once every six months and the last interest is paid on maturity along with the principal in your bank account. What do I mean by maturity? SGBs have a fixed tenure of eight years which comes with a 5-year lock-in. So the maturity is your 8 years. Now after the end of the lock-in period, investors have an option to make a premature redemption or interest payment dates. All SGBs are listed and can be sold in the secondary market just like stocks. But be careful that the liquidity could be an issue here. Now when SGBs are held till maturity, that is 8 years, there is no capital gains tax. But if you were to sell these bonds in the secondary market after three years, long-term capital gains tax is applicable at 20% with indexation benefits or 10% without indexation. If sold within 12 months, these are taxed at tax lab. Additionally, interest on SGBs is taxed as per the tax labs. 
That's about SGBs and ETFs to help you make a decision on how you would like to invest in gold. It is worth noting that gold prices have increased about 14% over the last one year on the back of geopolitical tensions and weak global economic outlook. It makes gold an attractive option right now. However, you must also note that this jump in gold prices was followed by three years of stagnancy, which also included a correction in 2021. In fact, if you were to look at the data on the past 10-year period of gold prices, it will show the yellow metal's cyclical behavior. For instance, gold bought between 2018 and 2023 yielded double-digit returns of 13%, whereas the three-year period from 2020 to 2023 gave only a 5% return. While including gold in the investment portfolio is a good idea, rushing to buy it on festivals each year or overdoing it may not be a good idea as it has also paled in comparison to other asset classes. BSE Sensex has delivered nearly 11.7% CAGR over the last decade, compared to just 7% by gold. Investment advisors say that investors should limit gold to 10% of their total investment portfolio. Now with that, we have come to the end of today's special episode on gold on the occasion of Dhanteras. Thank you for tuning in and see you in the next episode. That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sorath and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com.